Hey everyone, welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. I'm your host, Kate Morton, registered dietitian and founder of Funkit Wellness. And today we are going to be talking all about something that is not directly hormone related, but I think you guys are going to really find useful in your hormone practice, which is tapping into your intuition. And we have none other than Anna Grace Newell, who's a host of the AG University podcast, who I listen to, who apparently a ton of my friends listen to as well, as we're all working on like tapping into our intuition and just learning. So Anna I'll turn it over to you, let you introduce yourself, and then we're going to jump right in. Yes. Thank you so much. That was a beautiful introduction, Kate. And also thank you for listening to AG University and being a part of my community. So for those of you guys who are listening or like, what the heck is AG University? It is a school. It's technically a school from the Cosmos that I founded and I am the professor, Professor AG. <laughs> That's what they call me. Our mascot is the dancing unicorns. We're very on brand with a collegiate school, except the school is all about, which ultimately reconnects them with their soul's purpose. So I really specialize in helping people find their soul's purpose through many different modalities, but intuition being my favorite modality. And I am also an Akashic Records practitioner and a clairvoyant medium and an intuitive guide. So I know the next question in your head, you're like, what are the Akashic Records? I get that every single day. I need to just wear a t-shirt saying this is what the Akashic Records are, but it is essentially angel readings. It's connecting with a super high vibrational library or database of information. And I think it's just most commonly yeah, an angelic realm, just very playful, very loving, very uh, rooted in soul's purpose and connection and healing. And you can do all types of past, present or future timelines. So it's a really cool practice. And it's definitely part of my mission to share this information and this work. But I feel that I can really speak to intuition because there's been the first 24 years of my life, I had no connection with my intuition. And then the last, let's see, six, seven years of my life, I've been super tapped in. So I feel like I can really speak to anyone who's feeling lost or stuck or needs clarity because I've been there. <laughs> I've really been there in a lot of ways. So thank you, Kate, for having me. I feel like that's the most reassuring thing to hear that's like, okay, if you're not already tapped in, like there's so much hope and possibility because I think a lot of people think, well, if I'm not tapped into my intuition now, I just must not have the ability to tap in. Super common thing I hear all the time. People are like, oh, I've gotten, you know, maybe so disconnected from my intuition. I don't even know what's an intuitive thought or what's an anxiety thought or what's just a thought from my ego or, you know, I, there's just a lot of noise and we all experience that. And, you know, there was definitely points in my life where I was so disconnected from my intuitive voice, from my body, from my purpose, and I could not have been further off track. And I am here to tell everybody listening that there is always a new day tomorrow and there is always an opportunity awaiting for you to connect. And the, the way that I see intuition, just to give everybody a little visual, is that we all have this intuition that's planted inside of us like a seed. And the seed has all, it's like a little GPS that's going to guide us throughout our life. And the more that we feed the seed, it grows into this beautiful sort of knowledge tree that we're connected to and we're tapped in. 
And the way that we feed it is that we start to communicate. You know, when we get a little intuitive ping or when we feel, ooh, I feel something in my gut when we take action on those little tiny things that we're like, ooh, I'm feeling some type of way about this. Or when I'm around this person, I don't really feel that great. The more that we just ever so slowly and gently take note and act on those things. It's like, that's the food for our intuitive voice. It's like, oh, she's listening. We're getting stronger because it's, it's essentially, it is another muscle in our body. It's our intuitive muscle. Oh, if you're feeling like, oh shit, I'm so disconnected. I'm so out of alignment right now. It's okay. We just got to go to our intuitive gym. You know, we just got to lift some weights. We got to tune in and find some tools and modalities that strengthen that really resonate with us. There's tons of tools. And then we're going to be right back on track. And the more that we're connected and we're on track, we're going to be able to see the next step. We're going to be able to go, okay, now I understand why that happened. Okay, now I understand why I'm here. I understand why all these pieces, everything is falling into place. And I really do believe that our soul's purpose and our intuitive voice just go hand in hand because our intuition is planted inside of us and it's always trying to connect us with our mission, what we're here to do. And everybody has a mission. Everybody has a purpose. I love that. And I love how you described it as like a rep, like you're just getting more in tune. You're flexing this muscle, you're learning because I've been working on meditation as a way to tap into my intuitive voice. And I heard someone describe it as like, every time your mind drifts, just bring it back. It's like one rep. And then like, every time you listen to your intuition, I love how you describe that as food. So it's like, I like how you're bringing it into concepts we already understand. So when you were Okay, you said 24 when you're like trying to tap into your intuition. What? How did you get started? Because I feel like for so many people, it's like, okay, this sounds awesome. I really want to get in touch with that. But like, where do I even start? Yes. So I really do believe that helping people connect with their intuitive voice is my soul's purpose. And unfortunately for me, I had to get so out of alignment so that I think that I could could relate to people who feel very lost because there was a point in my life where I was very unaligned. I was very um, heavily overprescribed Adderall, Vyvanse, all of these things. I was mixing all kinds of supplements and I got so just, I had an eating disorder. I mean, you name it when it comes to disconnection from the body, I was living it. And I got to a place where I actually had a near death experience. I don't know if you know this part about my story, but I, um, Medically, the doctors think it was a heart attack. I think it was a miracle because I was had this second chance at, at life, seeing it through a completely different new lens. And I was taken out of my body and I had this very kind of textbook, what I've now know is a near-death experience, but I did not know this at all. I was not spiritual. I was I was kind of like an atheist. I hate to say that, but I just felt like I had to see in order to believe. I've always been that kind of person. I'm very science logical. And the universe is like, okay, you want to see? Well, we're going to, we're going to show you because I walked around being like, I don't know if things that you've been playing tough pill to swallow for anybody and coming back in. So I have this huge life altering situation that happens, health scare. And I'm like, okay, I've got to completely redirect my entire life. And so the first place that I started was I, well, the first thing I always tell people is I read the book, The Universe Has Your Back. Have you read that book or heard of that book? No, I haven't. I'm going to add it to my list now. I'm like trying to devour any material I can around intuition right now. Yeah, it's like, it's a really just beautiful, all-encompassing, no matter what you believe, religion, spirituality, very all-encompassing book of just how, it's by Gabby Bernstein, how 
we are guided and protected and how there is this plan. And it's just like her telling her life story and you can just kind of see all of the pieces kind of falling into place. And it got me feeling so hopeful because so much of my life I lived in this victim mentality. Like I was never going to get over, you know, I was consumed by disordered eating thoughts. I, I didn't think I could ever get off Adderall and Vyvanse. I was majorly overprescribed and it's very addictive. And I had, you know, I was abusing substances and I was drinking and I worked in entertainment. Like it was just, I was, it was a mess. It was a mess. But I needed to get to those low lows because now I understand when people are in those low lows, I'm like, girl, I got you. I'm going to give you a hand and I'm going to pull you out of this hole because you can. I promise. If anybody can, if I did, anybody can. It's just like I was down bad. So anyways, uh, first I read that book and it gave me a lot of hope that I'm like, okay, I'm not a victim. I can change this. I am the controller of my reality. And having that awareness, one, was incredible. Two, the next thing I always tell people is that I got really aware, hyper aware of my inner critic and my inner voice and my inner dialogue because our body hears everything we're saying. You can't trick your body, your body, your mind, body, spirit. They're all together. You can't say one thing and mean another thing. It's like your inner dialogue is, and my inner dialogue was whack. It was just so critical. It was so harsh. And that was the first thing that I was like, okay, hear me out. Anna Grace, crazy idea. What if we were nice to ourselves? What if everything's not perfect, but what if we just started saying kind thoughts? And that was the first thing I did. I just cleaned up my inner dialogue. And I feel like that's a good place for everybody to start. It's just being aware of the thoughts that come up in your mind and not being judgmental. Like I always say like radical transformation happens through the lens of observation. And I will also put that on my tombstone because I'm like, put that on a t-shirt. It's like, I say it in probably every podcast episode because if you can look at these thoughts without judgment, be like, oh crap, I shouldn't have said that, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You just look at them as they come up and be like, huh, I wonder where that came from. Why did I start talking to myself? Whose voice in my life is that attached to? Did my mom talk to herself like that? You know, because we're little computers. We have, we have absorbed everything that's going on inside of our mind. At one point in our life, we saw someone behave that way or someone told us that, or, you know, a lot of it doesn't actually belong to us. And the more that we can just observe and go, eh, that's not really serving me. Like delete, control, alt, delete. I don't want to say that about myself and just rewrite the script. It's actually very easy. Our brain is way more malleable than we give ourselves credit to change our neural pathways and to rewire our mindset. You don't even have to do 40 minute meditations every day. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be very gentle. It's very easy. Um, so first is just bringing awareness to the thoughts inside of your head, because the more that we can be kind and loving to ourselves, the more that intuitive voice feels safe to be present and to be loud and to come through, right? Because we're creating this really fertile soil for our little seed, you know, keeping that same analogy going. It's a very long winded answer, but... <laughs> No, it's great. I'm just like loving everything. I'm like, okay, perfect. Let's learn all the things. Yeah. Um, one thing that you brought up that I think is really interesting, which if I'm wondering, and I'm thinking probably everyone listening is wondering, when you're learning, because like, okay, how do you differentiate between an intrusive thought, an anxious thought, mm -hmm. and intuition? Because yes. I find myself trying really hard to listen and not question, but then sometimes I'm like, but wait, which one's which? Yes. Okay. I love that question. It's such a good question. So the way that I first, we can go a lot of different categories. First of all, our 
intrusive thought, anxiety thought, ego-based thought is going to be very chatty. It's going to be long-winded. It's going to have a lot of words attached to it. So, you know, it might be like, Anna Grace, you really should go to the gym because you laid around all weekend and you blah, 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 blah. And, you know, there's like, there's like a whole narrative that's attached to it, right? So if you're like, what would the best version of me do today? Usually it's going to be the fast answer, the easiest, lightest. The answer is going to feel very light. It's not going to have any emotion attached to it. And that's a huge thing. I want to like underline, circle, bold, italics. There's no emotion attached to it. So it's not going to make you feel fearful, stress, tightness in the chest. You're not going to have any type of visceral reaction to a true intuitive thought. A true intuitive thought is very light. It's very gentle. It's very, it might not always make sense to you. You might be like, huh, that's interesting, but it's never going to be attached to a vibration of fear, stress, any of those things. It's not gonna make you feel any type of way. It's not gonna make you feel bad about yourself. So like, that's like a first kind of like, like sifting that we can do. Um, I do a lot of, I guess I can kind of tell you guys some other like tests, but I'll keep in the same vein of like sorting. Um, so anything that's overly chatty, intuition is usually a fast hit. You know, it's like a quick, short answer. I always say it's like the intuition is like a queen. It's very regal or our kings. If there's a king here, you never know. But it's like, it's very regal. It's very powerful. And like, if you think about it, like queens don't explain themselves. They just say, it is what it is. And this is what I would like. And this is, you know, like, they're not like over explaining. It's the over explaining inside of our mind that takes us out of our intuitive voice. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And I'm thinking like through just like my own thoughts. And you're so right. Every time it's been an intuitive thought, it's usually for me like one word or like two words. Like it's very clear, concise, and it almost has like a yellow energy attached to it every time I feel mm-hmm. like that might just be me personally, but it, it feels much more warm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like the idea of being able to sort the thoughts and kind of identify them. Yeah. And another another word that I feel takes people out of their intuitive, not I would say 90% of the time, and you'll know the difference is like, should. Oh, I should be doing this because like I'm behind and I da, 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 I should be doing it. It's like your intuition is never telling you really what you should be doing. It'll just be like, take a break, relax, take a nap. You know, like it's, it's very like, you need a snack. I'm thirsty. You know, like it's very just point blank. It is what it is versus the word should or lots of explaining. I always kind of think whenever I hear myself saying like, Oh, I want to post this, but maybe I should post this because I da, da, da. and I'm like, no, like I, I'm I'm already trying to convince myself of something, and it's like that's not the the dialogue. You know, my intuition is just very regal. That's how I always like to explain it. Very kind of queen like. Queens don't explain themselves. You know, they just are. They just exist, and they're in their authority all the time. And our intuitive voice is always in our authority. Um, are you a human design girly? Yeah, I am. Well, I'm learning. Like I'm learning all of that. So my human design is a manifesting generator. Cool. I love it. Do you know what your authority or like there's a specific tab that's all about intuition? It's like where you feel intuition. Do you know what yours is? I don't. I need to go back and look at my chart that I have. Well, it's like a good tip too for anyone listening because I always like to give a lot of takeaway is um, if anybody here is into human design, it's another really amazing, beautiful tool. It's like a scientifically specific 
to you version of astrology, like a little bit more niche down and there's a little bit more science to it. I prefer human design over astrology, but I enjoy both of them. I think they're good tools, but human design always helps me work with clients on going, okay, so your, you know, your authority, which is your intuitive voice is more emotional or it's more um, splenic, meaning you'll literally feel it in your gut. Um, Maybe you'll feel it like for me, I always tell people to like close your eyes and think of a time where you knew, you knew, you know, maybe somebody brought a friend in your friend group and you're like, "Mm -mm, that person's up to no good. And you're like, I knew it and nobody believed you. And you you always have like a situation where you're like that. You're like, I just knew it. And I want you to think back to that time where you're like, oh, I knew it. I just knew it. And like, try to just close your eyes and connect to that memory and be like, how did I know? Did I hear it? Sometimes like for me, I hear it comes in through the back or the, but a lot of people don't, they'll be like, I felt it in my gut, like my stomach, like my best friend, Shannon, she, she'll be like, if something's off, she'll be like, I literally feel like I'm going to poop my pants. Like my stomach gets so tight. Like, you know, people have a very visceral, I know she's like, she's like, that made my stomach upset, you know, but it's like, that's how you start to know. Like, do I feel it in the body? Do I hear it? And just reconnect with the time in your life where you're like, I had an intuitive hit. Like, I feel it go through me like a wave of information. And I just know I get this kind of little download. And I'm like, I know that was an intuitive thought. And they don't come all the time every day, but they'll come more frequently when we take note of them. And the more that we even just set an intention to connect with our intuition, our intuition's like, yay, oh my gosh, she's listening. Because that's like that muscle inside of us wants to be heard. You know, we all want to be a part of our soul's mission, our soul's purpose, right? So if we're like, hey, intuition, I'm listening to you. I'm setting intention to connect with you. Like, let's talk. Let's chat. Here I am. You will get more messages. It's just like the laws of the universe. I I don't make them up. No, it's so true. And when I hear mine, it's definitely like in my brain. Like I hear it and then I like Mm -hmm. seek a color around it. And I'm like, I know that that's it. Yes. I love that you see the yellow color. I always see a white or a pink color too. But I, I definitely like in my mediumship practice, I always like hear messages from loved ones often. And so I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not hearing anything. And it's like, that's a clair. There's different clairs. There's clear audience, clairvoyance. Maybe you see a color. That's your clairvoyance. So your intuition will connect with whichever sense is strongest. And we all have one. Like some people will be like, I smell like I'll randomly catch a whiff of like my grandma's perfume. And like she's been passed forever. I mean, you hear all types of stories. So our senses are always working and trying to connect us with our intuitive voice with a message from a higher power. I just fully, fully believe that. It's just like taking a minute and like sitting down and journaling. Like, okay, do I ever feel like I see a color? Or do I ever feel like I've heard a message? Or maybe I felt this. It's just literally starting to fine tune and create a language with your own body. And you will be blown away even just after a few months of checking in, journaling here and there and being like, oh, I felt this they'll start coming through stronger. It's just like the muscle. It gets a little stronger. They get a little louder. It gets a little easier to hear. You know, it's, it starts out being like a practice and then it just becomes very second nature. And that's how I feel. I mean, I was like so, so disembodied. And now I'm like, I just feel so connected to the messages that I receive every day. And I'm telling you guys, like, you can do this. It really is easier than, than you realize. That's so empowering and exciting to like think yeah. about it as a practice and like that you can get better and that everyone's is so 
custom to you because it's your intuition. And obviously this is the hormone. We talk about hormone health all the time, Mm -hmm. but something else I want to bring up around intuition. So many people will say, I just knew something was wrong. I just Mm -hmm. knew I needed help with this. I just knew that there was something deeper when it comes to their health. So Mm -hmm. do you have any like insight or even any examples like in your own life, like when it comes to health, I think that that like daily check-in with your body is like even just so much more. It's like you can connect to such a different part of yourself. And I think that we do know our bodies best. We're just disconnected sometimes. So any advice around that? Yeah, just like maybe a daily check-in practice. And I actually recently experienced something similar. You know, we were talking about in terms of autoimmune where I just kept feeling like I've always, I I feel very connected to my body and I always feel like I know what's going on. And most people, 90% of people live in a state of, they don't know something's wrong until there's like a symptom, right? Which is, is good that we're at least paying attention to a symptom. However, it got me into this place of practicing paying attention to my body, even when there are no symptoms, right? Because we want to just stay tuned in. Like we want to just feel good. We want to feel good. We don't want to be only checking in when something is wrong, right? And so that's really gotten me into a place of doing all different kinds of daily check-ins with myself, with my body and getting, because this 2024 is a year for me of just optimal health. Last year was like a really busy year for me and letting something slip and slide. And I knew that. And so this year I'm like, okay, my body is just trying to communicate with me. So First and foremost, you know, our body is communicating with us a hundred percent of the time and our body does not lie. And I actually just taught one of my friends, she FaceTimed me like an hour ago, how to do some muscle testing. Have you ever done any type of muscle testing or? I've never done it, but there's a practitioner that I love and work with quite often in California that swears by muscle testing. So I would love to learn a little bit more about it. Yeah, it's a great practice. If anything, it gets you into the practice of communicating with your body, talking to your body. Like if you guys listening, you just went one day where before you ingested anything, you're like, before you reach for that coffee in the morning saying, do I really need that coffee right now? Is this in alignment with where I'm at in my cycle? I cycle sync caffeine. I cycle sync everything in my life. So I'm very, very in check with, even if we're, you know, it's our habit to eat eggs for breakfast and do all these things, like check in yourself and be like, how do I actually really feel about this? Am I doing it because I'm on autopilot or am I doing it because this makes me feel good? Do I eat this and I feel bloated? <laughs> you know, like just having one day where we look at all the things that we put into inside of our body for a day and be like, how does this make me feel? Like that alone is an incredible start. I take it one step further because I love to muscle test and there's tons of ways to do it. It is backed by science. I mean, I think it's a little intuitive also, but I know there's science to it and there's lots of different ways. So you guys could look up some videos on YouTube on muscle testing. I know there's like four different types. I will do like a body pendulum, which is where I'll ask my body a question and I'll start to feel what a yes or a no feels like in my body. So the pendulum piece is where if it's a yes, my body will lean into the ingredient. You know, if I'm holding say some eggs. I'm like, do I need eggs for breakfast and feel if my body leans in or pulls away? Because our body is going to have a physiological response to a positive or a negative stimuli always. And the body does not lie. So it's a really good practice of like, okay, does my body lean into this or pull away? Same with asking yourself, you know, after you get off of a client call, like, how did that feel for me? Did that feel like a yes or a no? 
And I started just asking my body if you, you know, the pendulum is great. You can do a body pendulum, which is where you lean in or pull away. You can also do a physical pendulum, which is where you hold something in your hand and your arm will react positively or negatively to the stimuli. I do that one too. I think it's super effective. Like I said, I know it's a little hard to be listening to this. You might need to see a visual, but there's so much information out there. And it's just such a great place if you're feeling like I really need a little extra support with my intuitive voice. Like I'm pretty sure I'm hearing a yes, but I could also muscle test and really confirm. And then you start to know, okay, I was correct. I'm validating what I was hearing and feeling and my body is reacting in the same way. Um, so yes, muscle testing and just asking yourself what's going on is a great place to check in. I feel like I had one other thing to say, but I, I forgot. It'll come back to me. Well, I'm glad you brought up syncing everything with your cycle. Cause like, mm-hmm. obviously, you yes, know, girl. I'm very passionate about that. <laughs> and so that's something that I tell people, cause it can be kind of overwhelming when you start learning about all the different things. But I tell people, I'm like, a lot of times you might already be doing this, like, my example was like before I even started learning about this, my body, I crave avocados in the first half, the second half, they made me gag. And so like, I think our bodies are more connected. So can you talk a little bit more about kind of what you do for your cycle syncing practice and like how you bring your intuition in? Because I just believe they're so deeply tied. Like we have so much more knowledge than we even know. So much knowledge. And it's been embedded in us from day one. So I am... I think in my business, I feel very connected to nature. So I'm going to give you guys some nature metaphors. Even if you're not a nature girly, it's okay. Everyone just kind of knows the seasons. And so for me, it made a ton of sense that we as women, we operate the exact same as the moon, like 14 days on, 14 days off, which is crazy. I'm like, not a coincidence. So I started thinking that and then I started really seeing it through the lens of a season, which I'm sure you've heard this too, how your follicular is your spring phase. So that for me made it very easy. Like, okay, I'm in my spring phase. These are my springy foods. You know, I'll have like carrots and yummy, springy, like crunchy things. That's how I've always felt like, oh, I want some, some crunch, like a vegetable. And then going into, let's see, our ovulation is more of our summer, right? We're like, I want to be seen. I always want to make a lot of content then because I'm feeling like my skin is glowy and I'm like, it's like all the summery vibes, right? We just want to be like out there and we're confident and we feel good and my body can actually handle, um, I'm very sensitive to caffeine, but like I can handle a little bit more caffeine then, you know, it's like, I kind of feel like I'm a little tougher then. And then we start going into like our fall and winter. And I literally think of it the exact same way. Like we want something warm. We want to go in, we want to slow down, you know, our immune system actually kind of gets a bit more sensitive because it's trying to protect our body. If we were to get pregnant and have a child, you know, so I've always really aligned with the seasons kind of analogy and how connected we are to like the cycles of the moon and 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 also just as the moon like a full moon with our cycle it's a time to set i set intentions before every period to release because it's our body's time of cleansing and release so i'll like write a whole letter like i'll do a whole thing and be like okay with this shedding like blood is a very powerful goes back very, very ancient and spells and healing, you know, back when women were medicine women, like blood was always a very powerful conduit and our body releases blood every single month. And so, you know, I've just taken it very 
I guess, simply back to ancient times of how we existed. And I do a lot of intentions around releasing with my cycle, allowing my body to cleanse and clear what no longer serves me. So I know I have a bit more of a spiritual approach, but I think it it just makes sense, you know, when you think about the seasons and how our body was designed identically, you know, we're we're all made from the same energetic compound that is love, that is God, that is the universe, that's whatever you believe. So of course we would all be synced up, you know. It's amazing. And I'm like very analytical, very science minded. Actually, the psychic I just went to is like, you're very analytical, but you need to release a little bit of that to be more intuitive. But so I've done a lot of research on like, okay, I know all these things intuitively. What's the research say? But the research supports all of that. Like the scientific research supports all of that when it comes to your approach in food. And I just posted a video actually on the seasons with your cycle because I do think it's just it's no accident. Like it's no accident that it's perfectly aligned. It makes so much sense. And then the science backs up the exact ways you're talking about eating. And then your period is just such a good time to release too, because it's when your hormones are the lowest. So the spiritual side actually does have a ton of science behind it too. And they, they can exist together. So I love that approach. And I also think it makes like the society has told us for so long, to disconnect from our body, disconnect from our cycle. Periods are gross. Periods are bad. But you're right. They're so much more. They're anciently wise. They have so much ritual and practice around them. They literally create life. So why wouldn't we bring in the spiritual aspect also to our periods? Oh, absolutely. It's like even if someone isn't spiritual, having a baby or creating life or creating art, whatever you're creating, it's our creation power and we're here to create. So it's like, even if you maybe, you know, aren't a spiritual, and I actually am very kind of analytical too. My dad was an environmental scientist is he, he's just retired. He's oh, still cool. alive. <laughs> but, um, so I learned, you know, I was always very sciencey. Like I wanted to know the, the facts and the data. So I'm with you on like, but it all lines up. It all makes perfect sense. And I actually cycle sync with my business too. So I don't know if you do that as well. I'm sure. Yeah, I cycle. I do. (laughs) Yeah. Like when I'm going to batch a lot of content, I do that in my ovulation window. Like those kind of like six days, I'm like, I'm on, I'm putting on makeup. I just make that a priority. I, you know, if I'm more in the luteal phase, that's when I know I don't really want to do a lot of like people one-on-one work because I'm just kind of like, meh. But actually, when we are on our, I actually do a lot of readings and um, like some more of like the psychic work then because anciently back in the old days, like women, they would be on their periods and they would like kind of gather together and, you know, tell a village or a tribe like visions and things that were, were going on. So there's a lot of intuition. Same with when women become pregnant. It's like the most intuitive we ever are in our existence because we are receiving this like super heightened information for mom and for baby. And we're able to be a really clear channel because it's the first time that we're not, it's not like a selfish, like, Oh, I'm just like checking in on myself. It's like, no, no, no. I have to do this for the life and the betterment of my child. So our intuition is just on like a thousand. So it's very interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's there's a lot that's tied in with hormones and intuition, especially being women. We just are. We are the most intuitive creatures. We are queens. (laughs) We are. And it's so interesting that you say that because I literally started my period hiking the vortexes in Sedona last weekend. Mm -hmm. 
or two weekends ago and then that's when I had my psychic reading too so I'm like oh cool it actually all timed up perfectly then (laughs) yeah yeah your your intuition is super heightened because it's like it's almost like think about it you're releasing and you're letting go of things and you're making space for like new intuitive information to come through so it's it is so important that we do slow down we go within a little bit because we can actually get a lot of clarity for ourselves when we're on our period I always, you know, it's like back in, I don't know, whenever time frame, a long time ago, but it was like women were very much so like pampered and kind of worshipped in certain religions and ideologies because it was a time they were sort of had this superpower, right? And then fast forward to now, we're like, ooh, periods are gross, man. And it's like, no, we're, we're in our power right now. Like we can really harness some things and, and do some shit, make some shit happen. Like, so it's just, yeah, I think it's, I think what you're doing is I'm so happy that you have this platform because it's just so important. Ah, uh, thank you. And I'm grateful for you to share like all of this. Cause I think the thing is, is people hear intuition, they hear these things and they're like, Oh, it can't be trusted. Cause that's what we've been taught for so long. But in reality, like the only person you can really hundred percent count on is yourself and your own view of the world and like intuition. So we've learned a lot and I want to give people some clear takeaways because I find that that's what I always love at the end of a podcast. And so if someone's like, okay, I'm already listening to this podcast, I'm tracking my cycle and I really want to start crafting that intuition on a daily basis, but really around my period, what would be some tips or practices to kind of tap into that, especially when we're on our periods? Mm hmm. Well, you know me, I love I love an oracle oracle card or an angel deck or something like a playful tool. If you're not there yet, the best thing you can do is get away from your phone, go put your feet on the grass and get a pen and a piece of paper. Because I always tell people there is constantly a frequency that's being admitted from our phone that actually takes us a little bit out. It's very distracting. It's very noisy. So that takes us out of that intuition. So if we can just kind of get away from devices, put our feet in the ground, connect into earth, very simple, pen and a piece of paper. Like I said, if you know, if you're into tra- playing with angel cards or intention cards, those are great too, because all it does is it really quiets your mind and kind of gets you just connected being like, okay, I, I always tell people like, I'm going to have a conversation with, you know, my higher self or whatever word feels good. God, love, source, universe, whatever. I I love to talk to my higher self because I always tell people like there is a version of you, whether that's, you believe it's a guardian angel or just God or your intuition. They're all the same thing. It's all so intertwined and so connected, but there is a version of you that is always looking out for you. And it's always trying to send you messages. And it's like, please listen to me. And all we have to do is make space. That is the biggest thing. Like people, anytime I do a reading, I've done thousands of soul's purpose readings. And a lot of the answers that are the most common is that they're not making space to listen. So just having a pen and paper and just, I always tell people like, you don't have to like press for answers. Sometimes for me, I just start off saying like, I dreamt this crazy dream last night. Like I just start like a little diary entry. I'm feeling this way. I'm I'm in the middle of doing this. I'm working on this. I feel excited. And then if you commit to writing a page or two, you just kind of like let your body or your mind just say whatever it needs to say and you will like look back and be like oh wow that's actually like a really good idea or that was an intuitive thought that I had and I didn't even realize it until I just like wrote it down you know so nine times out of ten most people aren't making space so that's just a great practice start of your period you're like I want to release some stuff I want to hone my intuitive voice 
get outside of nature, get away from the phone, because that's like our frequency jammer, and then write on a piece of paper and pen. And then also I would say, let's see, I had one additional thing that I was going to add to it. I think that, uh, it's okay. I'll come back to it. But I think that was a good at least place to start with just allowing some conversation and not putting too much pressure on the process because you'd be pleasantly surprised by what comes through. I love that. And I just think that's such a beautiful way to honor your intuition, honor your cycle, create like an, a fun ritual because I think there is so much fun we can have with our cycles and our hormones and we've just been taught for so long that we can't. So I love that practice. Yes. And, and I tell people, treat your intuition like your best friend. It's your new best friend. Check in on it. How are you feeling? What's going on? What can we do today that feels fun? How can we fill it up? Let's play. You know, it's very playful. It doesn't have to be so serious. And, you know, I feel like people are grasping for answers. And it's like, no, it just you're creating, you're cultivating a relationship with a person. And that person is, you know, your higher self, this intuitive version of you. Check in on them just as you would your very best friend who you love and adore so much and who loves and adores you and is always there for you. Always. Oh, thank you so much for today. I just feel like this is such a great episode to have, especially at the start of the year. And just really like this is a year of like learning about ourselves, getting in touch. It's a yes. gift that keeps on giving. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that we could chat about this. I love talking about all these things. So I'm honored I could be here. I could talk all day about this. I'm like, hmm, what do I have on the rest of my calendar? Can we just sit and talk about this all day? Um, so for whoever's listening, they want to learn more. You obviously have an amazing podcast. Your social channels are great. Where can people connect with you and find you? Thank you. I really appreciate that. Put a lot of effort into the, all the things. <laughs> so um, you guys can join AG University. It's a, it's a free education, free school, all about connecting you with your intuition. And every single episode and podcast has a takeaway or a tidbit or a tip to reconnect you with your soul's purpose. And that's AG University podcast on all major listening platforms. And then at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram and TikTok. And then if you're more into the spiritual intuitive and you would like to know like kind of daily angel reading messages, my newsletter, I do one-on-one -on -one readings that all goes out in my newsletter. And it's always linked in my bios. And then at AG University podcast on Instagram. I have a lot of, a lot of places. And then any of those places you can find whatever you need. But I am just so happy we got to chat and I'm so happy we got to see your beautiful face. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you all for listening. If you listen and you love this, make sure to share it with your friends and anyone you think could benefit from the episode. It's the best way for more people to learn about their hormones and we appreciate you guys tuning in and integrates. I appreciate you for taking the time to get to hang out with our community. And if you guys have any questions, I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes so you can find everything that you need. But thank you so much. Thank you, queen. I adore you. Well.